0: You, amen, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, good afternoon, church. Oh, Sister Rita, you know how I, rig- I try to wriggle out of this, yeah? <laughs> uh, every which way I could try, try to wriggle out of it. But, Rita, wasn't having it. And, Pastor, <laughs> when I say... So I'm up here, I'm up here. Um, Because I didn't want to be up here, to be honest, because I thought I wasn't equipped to uh, bring you the word. Um, I mean, give me ingredients and I can cook you something. (laughs) Uh, Give me the minimum of ingredients and I can wrestle something special. But I feel like, you know, preaching is not my, my strongest point. But God has got me up here. So I believe that um, He must have something special for you that He wants me to tell you. So here I am. Anyway, shall we pray? Father God, um, I thank you. I thank you for giving me even the boldness and the courage to climb up here today, this Lord. I myself, Father, I believe that I haven't got anything to say to your people. But I believe that you getting me up here means you want to tell them something through me. So, Father, whatever it is that you want me to deliver to your people, Father, may you give me the utterance um, to convey it the way you want them to hear it. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so I've titled my my message today, God Who Carries Us. Um, my life actually has been, you know, God carrying me every step of the way. Um, so today I'm going to share my life with you and how God has carried me through it. Okay. I don't know if you all remember the floods recently, um, in Pakistan. Yeah. It covered a huge... Uh, part of Pakistan, destroyed people's livelihood, their homes, their businesses, their places of worship. And um, Mr. Nasser, the man who supplies me groceries and um, uh, fish and groceries, he's from Pakistan. And he had traveled to Pakistan at that time. So I was sort of following the news because I would go to the shop which um, his um, younger brothers were taken care of. And I'll ask, have you heard from Mr. Nasser? And they'll say, yeah, he's fine, you know. And so, you know, because of him, I was sort of following the the news and what was, what is going on. And you know that Pakistan is there, like the Qawoos of Ghana, the, you know, the entrepreneurs, <laughs> the shops, the, you know, every corner shop, every, every, uh, every shop um, is most likely to be for, Pakistani. The KwaZas are the same. Um, you go to Ghana. Majority of the shops is probably owned by a um, KwaZu, the entrepreneurs. So no matter how much they've studied, you know, take them to uni, let them do degrees, let them do masters, um, doctors, lawyers, they will still have a corner shop or <laughs> or a shop somewhere. Yeah. So um, their younger brother came came from Pakistan, he had finished I think his degree and he wanted to do masters. Um, when he first came, I'll go to the shop and I'll say, um, um, I'm in a highway, so, you know, let your brother help me carry the stuff to the car. No, 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 Mr. Nassau will say, no, 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 we'll do it, we'll do it. And they will carry the stuff to my car. And when we get to the car, they'll say, you know, he just came, so slow, 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 slow. We don't want to <laughs> throw him into the deep end. So this boy who is supposed to be now studying, uh, coming to continue his education, now what is he doing? He's the one taking care of the shop. So that's why I say there. The entrepreneurs, they're entrepreneurs, they're you know, just like us, the Kwa'wus. Anyway, so, following the news like I was doing as he was still there, I saw one day on the news that these people were carrying from their temples, they were carrying their gods, their statues. And, you know, you could see the desperation, the destitute, and, you know, carrying their gods. And I said to myself, it dawned on me how blessed I am, that I don't have to carry my God. My God carries me. I said to myself, in that situation, I would have been saying to my God father please carry me father please carry me deliver me from this but here they were carrying their gods so that's where I got my title uh, from right so um, I don't know if you all can remember sometimes there is this message that goes around and it's been around for a long time it says um, this gentleman used to walk along the seaside and he prays with God all the time and um, when he's walking along the beach he can always see two steps of footsteps because he knew that God and assured him that God was with him and um, what he, he realized that whenever he's in you know a bigger problem or a bigger trouble he felt like he can only see one set of footsteps. So he goes to God and he says, Father God, why is it that every time I am in much difficulty or great difficulty, that's when you desert me, that's when you forsake me? And God said, how do you know that um, I desert you when you're in great trouble? And he said, because those times I only see two, one set of our feet, or steps. And he said, well, but that was me carrying you. So it wasn't your footsteps you were saying. It was me, God, carrying you. And that is our God. When we trust and depend on him, he carries us. He carries us um, through every difficulty. Okay, shall we open our Bibles to Isaiah 43? and first start from verse one Um, when I normally read these um, scriptures I personalize it it becomes mine I I put my name there (laughs) it is me Olivia okay so it says Isaiah 41 verse 1 it says but now oh Jacob so now that bit has to be me but now me (laughs) but now Olivia listen to the Lord who created you? Oh Israel, Oh Numa, the one who formed you says, do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. Hey, the Lord has ransomed you. Okay, so I looked up the meaning of ransom and um, we've got the noun ver- uh, the noun form and um, we've also got the verb form. Okay, so the noun form is um it says is a sum of money demanded or paid for the release of a captive so the payoff the payment the price the price so in in our case as christians is the price the price jesus paid for us on the cross that was the ransom so his blood that was shed was the was the payoff was the price that he paid now um ransomed on the other hand is the verb so that's the doing bit the action bit so jesus made himself available and going to the cross and dying was the doing so that was the 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 verb bit the action bit so it says so ransom as a verb is described as To obtain the release of a captive by paying a ransom so deliverance salvation he paid the price the price of his blood for our deliverance and for our salvation he bought he bought us back from captivity from he bought us back from sin he paid for it that makes me feel special you know it's special makes me feel special it says okay so let me continue with the scripture that I was reading so it says um, um, continuing on verse um, verse 1 he says I have called you by name you are mine hey Jehovah has called me Olivia by name he knows me uh, he knows me he says I am his I am his And that makes me feel so, so special. Anyway, he says, when you go through the deep waters, as the people of Pakistan were going through deep waters, he says, I will be with you. He says, when you go through the rivers of difficulty, hey, you will not drown, oh, hey, You will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. Um, The flames will not consume you, for I am your Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. He says he gave the whole of Egypt just to ransom me for my freedom. Okay, so freedom is also a noun. It's the power or right to speak, to think, to act as one wants. A free person liberated oh, um, to make choices freedom of choice freedom of speech freedom of anything the state of not being imprisoned or enslaved so he gave Egypt and Saba in our place for our freedom freedom from sin died on the cross paid that price anyway He says, verse verse 4, goes on to say, others were given in exchange for you. He gave others where you should have been destroyed. He gave up others for your sake. He traded somebody else's lives or other people's lives for yours. He traded Jesus' life for yours because you're precious to me, he says. Hey, so me, Olivia. Hey, <laughs> Me. I said, I own these scriptures when I read them. I, I say it's me. So Jesus um, died on the cross. God gave him up for me because I am special to him. And he says, I am honored. Hey, God is calling me honored. And he says, I love you. He concludes by saying, I love you. Auntie Mel, Auntie Rita, I think Pastor Eric added himself to that list. <laughs> I think you all say, you all say you are the favorites, you know, but when I read the scripture, yeah, you can all be the favorites, but I feel like I'm number one up there, you know. <laughs> I feel like I'm number one up there. Anyway, so I'm God's favorite. Anyway, okay, so um, shall we also turn our Bibles to... Isaiah 59. Hallelujah. So, Isaiah 59 and. Isaiah 59. I should have brought my glasses. I forgot them. Isaiah 59 and verse 19. I'm going to read from the end. NLT and Isaiah and And it says In the West, people respect the name of the Lord. In the East, they will glorify him, for he will come like a raging flood, flood tide driven by the breath of the Lord. Okay, I think I prefer the I prefer the King James version for this one. So let me read the King James. King James, yeah. I prefer the King James. It says, So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift a standard against him. Um, my life, sometimes uh, at a point in my life uh, it was like a tsunami as Nicole says, make sure you don't say tsunami. A tsunami, okay? <laughs> okay Nicole, tsunami. So, <laughs> so it was like a, a tsunami has hit my life. I was being battered from all angles, uh, you know. Uh, and I looked up the meaning of tsunami, tsunami and it says <laughs> it's... Uh <laughs> okay, so a tsunami, apparently, is um, a, displace, a displacement of a large amount of volume or amount of water when there is an explosion or an earthquake, or an eruption, or a volcanic uh, eruption under the seas, or above the seas, or lakes, or ocean. So the water itself is displaced. So it just comes out. And it comes up with such force. It pulls down everything in its way. It destroys, pulls down, washes away, crashes. It just ruins by the time it's gone the destruction and the death and that's how at a point in my life my 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 life felt like that Um, financially I was in a very bad place I'm getting mortgage notices of late payments repossession you know notices um, even meeting you know the basic needs of the kids the bills oh that was a struggle I uh, had to go to family and friends, you know, that I would not normally ask for money. I'm going to my brothers, going to my sisters, I'm going to my nieces to borrow money just to be able to pay my mortgage and, you know, stay on top. Um, the other time, Auntie Rita and Auntie Aru, when we went to our tea, we were talking and we were talking, we were discussing um, menopause. And I said to them, you know what? I can't even remember how we felt like. I said, I can't remember. I said, because I was going through so much at that time. So I don't even know which was menopause. <laughs> I don't know which was menopause, and I don't know which was depression and stress. I have no clue what it was. Uh-huh. So I have no clue. I went to the doctors one day, actually, and... Um, I said to the doctor, I can't eat, I'm losing weight, I can't sleep, um, I move so slowly. Like, you know, when I'm walking, talking, it's like I'm moving so slowly. The doctor, you know, checked me over, da, 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 said everything physically, everything was fine. And she said, she gave me a form and she said, when you get to the reception, wait by this time I had, you know, taken, taken all the time that I'm allocated and even more. So she said, when you get to the reception, sit down, fill this form in, and hand it to the receptionist. So I got down there, sat down, filled the form in, and then I turned over the page. And I realized that there was a score uh, chart there. And it was actually measuring whether I was depressed. (laughs) I calculated the scores myself, I found that hey, I'm just there. So this is depression. Okay. I just rolled up the paper, got up, and went home. I said, no way, they're gonna have depression on my on my medical file. I said, I'm going home, I'm going to go and pray to God. So that is what I did. So from that point. I prayed and I said to God, I cannot do this by myself. I cannot. If you don't help me, if you don't carry me, because the children need me, I need to be there for them. I cannot do it. So I totally, at this point, I just totally, absolutely depended on God. I cast it all on Him. And then I told my friends, I remember ringing Auntie Nancy and telling Auntie Nancy, Sister Nancy, when someone invites you somewhere in yoga, because I wasn't going out either. I said, when someone invites you somewhere, can you call me? I called my friend, Auntie Olivia. I said, when you're going to a party, can you call me? So now this is me. I wanted to go out, do things that you know. So Auntie Nancy's workmates, I don't even know, from May Day, they'll be having a party. I will be there. <laughs> she'll call me I'll, I'll follow her wow. my friend uh, Olivia will be going on holiday I said Olivia I can't afford she said oh no no they'll give you a discount they did okay I'll pay for you And when you get that money then I will follow her and at this time I'm still praying to God and saying father carry me through and my father hmm. That is why I have named I've entitled myself oh my God that carries me. Because had he not carried me, I don't know. At this time too, is it's like as if that wasn't enough. Ziki was constantly in and out of hospital. Hey, we could spend three weeks for and it's like every time when Christmas is coming, it's like this sickness is ah uh, you're going to spend Christmas in the hospital. <laughs> we'll be in hospital three days uh Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Every year, two, three times. We're in hospital. And I don't know how I did it. I would come rush home, come and pick the kids, cook for them, rush, 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 have something to eat, take some food to Ziki in the hospital, stay overnight, uh, 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 come following uh, day, get them ready for school. It was absolutely crazy but um, my God who carries me I would look in the mirror and things that were supposed to you know, it was supposed to you know destroy me but I look in the mirror and actually um, Auntie King and I, we have a thing we say Akosia minaminie just meaning Olivia is this me? You know because we know that the things we're going through, you know, you shouldn't be looking fine still, you should be you know, you should be looking but our God who carries us he was with us um, I had to totally totally learn to depend on God so through our problems God is still God okay shall we look at um, Deuteronomy Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 11 to 12. okay so deuteronomy hallelujah deuteronomy 32 and it's um verse 11 to 12 and i prefer this one in the english standard version It says, like an eagle that stares up its nest, that flutters over its young, spreading its wings, catching them, bearing them up on its pinions. The Lord alone guided him. No foreign god was with him. Let me read it again. It says, like an eagle that stares up its nest, that flutters over its young, Spreading out its wings. Catching them. Bearing them on its pinions. The Lord alone guided him. No foreign God was with him. Um, when I was weak, that was God. I understand that the eagle, when they have um, their young ones, they hide them in the mountains. That's where they have them. So when it's time for the eagle to teach, the young ones, how to fly, it goes, grabs the nest, flutters the, 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 the nest and the young ones just fly out of it. Dro- he drops them, yeah. takes them high up, yeah. drops them and then they have to now learn to flutter their wings and fly. But the weak ones, when the weak ones haven't been able to flutter, those who have not been able to flutter their wing and they're falling, then he spreads his wings. And he carries them on its pinions. That was me. God carrying me. On his wings. All the time. Amen. Our God who carries us. Now. How I coped. I don't know. But I look back. And I say indeed. My God was with me. Because has he not caught me. I would have really fallen but I give God glory I give him praise Now um shall we look at Genesis 28:15 Genesis 28 um 15 It says, Behold, I am with you and will keep you. Wherever you go, I will bring you back to this land. And I like the last bit of it. It says, For I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. His promises are here and amen. Whatever he has spoken concerning you, it will come to pass. It will come to pass. Um, when I was looking for uh, a restaurant, I was, I've, I've, I've always wanted to have a, you know, a restaurant because that's what, that's what I learned. My mom, my mom, I didn't do very well in my GCSEs only because I got in the, in the ba- with the bad crowd and instead of learning, I sort of deviated a bit. So my, my mom, uh, took me to catering school and god i know god had already planned this maybe it was his plan for me um so i wanted to open a restaurant how long i was looking for a place i looked and searched for years and um i remember one time we even found a place we signed We 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 you know, did all the process. A couple of days just before signing the contract, the man came back and said, Oh, my wife is divorcing me, so um, we need to split the properties, and unfortunately, I'll, I'll have to pull out of this, and I can't give you the shop. By this time, I've paid solicitors' fees. I've done all the sales. It's not like, you know, I even had the money. These were money I was borrowing. And um, he said, I'm pulling out. Lord we lost the solicitor's fee because it was too late you know there is a contract at a certain point after a certain time your money you're not getting all the search fees everything we lost it but you know what Uh, it was God's plan because at those times Ziki was constantly in and out of hospital I don't know how I would have done it so you know when the i can't remember which of the children said something about um the right time god's time it it wasn't god's time for me to have that restaurant here because i wouldn't have been able to cope not with that many times going in and out of hospital so god's time is is really the best it is the best at the appointed time he will cause it to happen so I eventually found a place, um, used all my, uh, by this time I built up a very good credit record, so I had a lot of money on my credit cards, so I used my credit cards, it was my credit cards I used to start the business. I found a place, looked at it, and you know what, when God gives you, when God is leading you, when you, when, you, when you reach a place, it, you know the feeling, the feeling of peace that comes over you. I enter this particular shop that I'm in right now and the peace, the peace that fell upon me is like, you know, I, I, the joy on my face is like, this is the place. I felt it in my spirit that this is where God wanted me to be. And it was at the appointed time as well because Ziki was much, much better by this time. Now, this is when the enemy also tried <laughs> to distract, uh, to, to stop whatever plans that I had. The, when I applied for planning permission, you know, they have to contact the people in the vicinity to say, so-and-so is coming to do this here. All the people around me signed a petition for me not to Open the restaurant, so here was the 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 place that I've fallen in love with. I knew it was the right place for me, and they refused me planning permission for a whole one year. I was paying rent and not operating. I was trying to decide what do I do with this place? Should I sublet it? Should I give it to somebody should i I was even convincing my my other sister, the hairdresser to come and take it and use it, use it as, a, as, a, as a salon. So my landlord calls me one day and he said, Olivia, why is the shop still not opened? Why are you not operating? And I said, sir, they've refused me planning permission, so I'm trying to um, decide what to do with it. He said, why didn't you come back to me? The place was used as a cafe a cafe yeah, it was used as a cafe like, you know, um, some years back, and I know that um there is a clause that says if it has not been vacant, if it has not been over ten years since it was used for a certain purpose, then you can go back and use it. I said, Is that so? He goes, Yeah, I think so. I will check for you. So he checked, came back to me, and he said, Olivia, I think that is the case. So following morning, quickly got on the phone, okay. rang Martin, planning, and I said. I hear that this da da, da, da da is the case. Is that so? And the gentleman I spoke to said, yes, it is. I said, what's your name? <laughs> I said, what's your name? Quickly wrote his name down, the time, the date. And I said, so you're absolutely sure? I said, can you send me that in an email? And um, that is how I now started, you know. I now started doing that. So... The working hours, I didn't even env- envisage what it was going to be like. I did not know it was going to be difficult. Hey, I was working also because I couldn't afford staff to start the staff. Nicole says, don't say staff. I said, Nicole, what is it? What is it I don't have to say? I don't have to say what? Staff, staff, yeah. She said a staff, not staff. She said, when you say, staff is things. (laughs) Staff, okay. So so I couldn't afford staff. So I was working all sorts of crazy. I don't even know how I did it. But I know it's my God who was carrying me. I will go, drop them at school very early. Go shopping, go and open the restaurant. Work, 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 work. Come home, I'm tired. Uh, friends and family were chipping in, you know, on their off days, helping. Julian would go to work. When he finished work, would take his coat off. He's in the kitchen washing dishes. Harriet, um, Harriet, God bless you. Harriet will come some days that Harriet is off. She'll come to the restaurant, come and work for free. She, she didn't charge me a penny. Didn't have to pay her penny. penny. Um, friends and family chipped in, you know, days of helping me. I was always tired. I went to bed tired, woke up tired. There was never enough sleep. And I I, I look at myself every morning and, and I'm still looking fine. I'm like, I, <laughs> I'm still looking fine. I'm like, hey, Father God, me, I mean, how, you know, this definitely has to be him carrying me. Um, Nicole, who now Yeah, before year five. Oh, mommy, I want to go to school by myself. I want to go to school by myself. Now, Nicole decides the time that I now need my sleep. Nicole decides, oh, mom, I'm missing you. You're not at home. And And so can you please drop me at school? I wake up and I'm like a, a sleepwalker. But my God carried me. I always say uh, my children, they from age nine, more or less Nico, they had to raise themselves because I wasn't there. I wasn't there with the help of Julian and with the help of God carrying them. They raised themselves. They raised themselves because I wasn't there. I would go to work and by the time I come home, they're sleeping. I only see them for that five minutes. The school is just round the corner, just dropping in my school, I'll see, see her. And that is it. When I come home, they're sleeping. So my God has carried them. um I was expecting work to take its toll, but my God carried me. <laughs> now I've got, at, at one point in time, I'll have about four staff in the restaurant. I'm able to take two days off. And Sundays. (laughs) Now I decided Sundays after church, I'm going home, cooking, and you know, staying with the children. And um, like Auntie Rhoda said, and pray. Yeah. So we do that as well. Our God that carries us. Okay. So um, shall we... Open the Bible to um, Genesis again. And this time we're going to go to chapter 41 and verse 37 to 44. And this is um, Joseph. After all he went through and um, God was with him, carried him. And he became, Pharaoh made him, um, okay, let me go to 37 and I can say, okay, so verse 37. So, uh, Joseph rises to power, because everything he did, because God was with him, that's why everything he did pleased Pharaoh, and Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find a man like this in whom is the spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has shown you all this after he had um, interpreted the dream and everything, he said, there is none so discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house and all all my people shall order themselves as you command. Only as regards the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and clothed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain about his neck. And he made him ride in his second chariot and they called out before him, Bow the knee, thus he set over all. the land of Egypt moreover Pharaoh said to Joseph I am Pharaoh and without your consent no one shall lift up hand or foot in all the land of Egypt because God was with him Um, there was farming in Egypt there was farming There should have been farming in Egypt but because um, he was able to interpret the dreams and they gathered grains So there was farming in the land all around them. There was lack everywhere. But that is when God even exalted Joseph Moore. There has been four new restaurants open around me. They've come and some have come and gone, some have reopened, some the new owners have taken over under new management. And every time it will start, I will see just like a couple of days or a week, I'll see a decline in sales. And I'll just go to God and I'll say, Father, they also have to pay their bills. They have to feed their children. But what is mine, do not give it to them. Let what is mine be mine. Let what is mine come to me. And that is what God has done. Um, I remember telling my—I um, met one of the ladies who was opening the shop, who had opened the shop in Mecheme, Ghanian restaurant, and I didn't know she knew my sister. So I was with my sister, and she met her, and she's talking. And my sister said, "Oh, this is my sister. She's the one who's got the restaurant there." And the lady, she said to me, sis, "How are you doing it? Because I'm not—you know—it's it, not going well." I said. I said, don't give up. I said, when I started, it was difficult. But um, it is good. It will be well. Stick to it. Keep praying. And I told my niece, and she's like, oh, auntie, why are you encouraging her to stay? <laughs> she's like, ah, leave her to be. Don't tell her. Don't encourage her to stay. I said, no, no, it is well. I said, what is mine? I have prayed to God, God that. He shouldn't let it go to them. I said, they need, they need to pay their bills too. They need to feed their children too. So I'm not going to deny them that. But what is mine? It shall come to me. Amen. Um, COVID came, and even big businesses collapsed under COVID. And like Joseph and Pharaoh in Pharaoh, in Egypt, that is when I even flourished more. COVID came, shops were closing, big businesses are breaking, and our sales doubled. We didn't even have enough staff. We were now sometimes having to, we've actually shut one uh, uh, ordering up completely because we haven't got the staff or the space to cope. COVID came, was supposed to destroy businesses, was supposed to destroy my restaurant. Because we, the restaurant business, were the most affected. What did God do? Hey! What did God do? Hallelujah! So tribulations will come. But in all the problems, God is with us. He carries us. Now, now, Shall we read Psalm 34, please? Psalm 34, verse 2 to 8. I stand here and I say these things. I'm not boasting in myself. I just want the glory of the Lord to be seen. I just want you all to realize that God has been faithful to me. He has carried me. So when I say these things, it's not not to boast. It's to rather boast in the Lord. It says, my soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and He answered me, and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to Him are radiant. You see, that's what was happening. When I wasn't sleeping and I was stressed, ah, I was radiant. I was still fine. Um, those who look to Him, where am I? Those who look to Him are radiant, and their faces shall never, never be ashamed. This poor man, this poor Olivia, hey, cried to the Lord and the Lord heard her. I cried to the Lord and he heard me and saved me out of all my troubles. You know when I say I personalize these scriptures, I put my name there. The angel of the Lord and comes around those who fear him. And delivers them. He says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Our God who carries us. I took refuge in him and he carried me. I hope that somebody here today is encouraged. Tribulations will come. But depend on him, totally depend on him, and he will carry you. In Jesus' name, shall we pray? Father God, I thank you for your promises of peace, even in times of tribulations. We may sometimes face uncertain and disheartening situations in our lives, Father. But we know that, Father, you are bigger than our problems. In our walk with you, Father, may you please constantly remind us that no matter what we encounter, Father, you are a good God and you are enough. And you will always carry us in difficult situations. And, Father, you will perfect all things that concern us. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen.